Gentlemen, thank you very much for taking the time to speak with us. Carl here from Games, Brains and Headbanging Life. And it's my pleasure to be chatting with Herbert and Simon. Yeah. Of the glorious and epic symphonic power metal band Dragoni. Ahead of your brand new release, which is the simply phenomenal album Viribus Unitis. I hope I'm saying that right. Which, as of the time recording, is out tomorrow. The 15th of January 2021 via Napalm Records. We'll start with you first, yes. Herbert. Thank you for taking the time to speak with us. How has how's your 2021 been so far? Well, uh, first let me tell you it's a pleasure to be here. And well, 2021 was interesting i would say <laughs> if you look at the of, of thing at things that happened in the world and especially in the heavy metal music scene uh that's not interesting that's sad a few things happened there but yeah apart from that mostly doing day job for me personally and in the afternoons and evenings promotional work for the album course working away basically and yourself son yeah um, well it's a very interesting year i'd say at least um for me it's it's kind of tough because i lost my my day jobs because i was at, at school and of course everything that is not non-essential is, is cut it and yeah on the effects of like just sitting at the computer the whole day uh, you don't get to do like sports and recreational stuff, so that's kind of draining. Mm. But all in all, I'd say let's just make the best out of it. Well, it's very important that. Um, and so, have you found then you've been able to cope quite well, which is effectively this new world we live in. It's not going away anytime soon, and we've all been dealing with it over the last year. Have you personally been able to get to grips with living like this? Yeah, so I think the the problematic part is I've been playing video games the whole day. Okay. But on the positive side, I've been playing video games the whole day. So, <laughs> so that's what not about, a... What about yourself, Herbert? Um, I have not come quite to terms with it, I must say, because with the daily routine of working, going to the supermarket, cooking, sleeping, hmm. working, supermarket, cooking, sleeping, working, supermarket, cooking, sleeping, I'm exhausted just from that. And for my brain, some other impressions are really missing, like going to the cinema, mm. going to the museum, meeting some friends in a pub, just some other inputs for the brain. It's, it's a little bit exhausting, I must say. But mm. at the same time, it's, of course, it's super necessary. And it's hopefully not for too much longer. That's the thing. Hopefully where there's a light at the end of the tunnel. And I guess the obvious question then is how, as a unit, the band, did this take a toll in regards to the work needed to push out a brand new album? Um... Simon? Yeah, I think or? the the um, it wasn't that part wasn't that tough because mm. 
I think a lot of the work was done before it really started with COVID. Cool. And I think we've been good at like individually doing what we have to do and then just getting it done at a couple of days, like with minimum like group yeah. group meetings and, and stuff. Yeah. Um, of course, it was a little bit challenging, but I wouldn't say it was like a deal breaker or something. Mm. No. Yeah. Let, let me add to that. Um, a few things during the recording process changed from the usual way. Because of the COVID situation, um, we recorded the record in reverse order. We basically started with the vocals and finished with the drums, which is rather unusual, I would say. Mm. And, but that was necessary because uh, we've not been in the studio together. It was each of us individually going to our producer's place and recording there. Okay. So was there anything during that kind of period, and I guess as well when it comes to promoting it, that you were forced to do, but has also worked out to your benefit that you think, okay, that works so well for us, we might continue to do that in the future. Mm. Well, maybe not. Well, since we've got, I, I did have a lot of time. I did play a lot of guitar, like mm. a lot. So that is, of course, positive. And without distractions and no reason to go out, really, because it's legally not possible. So that was positive. Um, other yeah, than that, yeah. And taking a little bit more time to to practice the songs before going to the studio and to look at the songs and maybe rework a little of the details in the songs that there was more time for everything. Yeah. I would say. So you can argue one benefit is, as you said, you've had this extra time to tweak and work yeah. and perfect. Yeah, especially for me, because um, without COVID, I would have been on tour with my other band. Mm. And so with this, I was forced to not go on tour. We're still forced to not go on tour, <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah but, but stay at home and really put more work into the new Dragony record, which benefit us all. It's all about trying to find the small positives in a pretty rubbish situation overall. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, Virabus Unitus, <clears throat> named after the official motto of the Austrian Emperor Franz Josef. I think I'm saying his name right? Yeah, Josef, yes. There you go. Yeah. Yes, I don't know my Austrian history, I'm afraid. But you yourselves are describing this as a return to your rock opera roots. What prompted yeah. that decision? And were you concerned that it might be seen as the band maybe moving backwards? No, we're not concerned about cool. moving backwards. Um, after we finished our third CD, Master of the Multiverse, uh, Sometime later, we sat down and talked about a new record. And it was pretty clear from the beginning that we would like to do some sort of concept again. Now that we've grown, we've matured as musicians, as people, 
and maybe try ourselves at a concept story, concept record again with our new experiences. Mm. And then I think it was one of the evenings leading to 70,000 tons of metal or maybe on the ship um, where we talked about which kind of concept could we do and some kind of alternative history came up because that's something that has not been done that much in the metal scene. And we were talking and maybe drinking a few beers and I think it was I who came up with some kind of word pun in German uh, with cyberpunk Joseph. Uh, because in German and in Austria he's called Kaiser Franz Josef. And that was one of the starting points for this story that we've done in the end. Incredible. So that small seed grew into this, say, very detailed and, whew, in a nutshell, very unique, as you said yourself, turn of events. You see, your background is the cover of the album, which um, is a great collection, I guess, almost yep. of what's part and parcel of it. Yep. So you had that seed. What did you guys do then? Did you just bounce ideas off each other in regards to the timeline? Um Basically, our singer Siegfried came up with the whole script, mm. with the whole story, and he presented it to us. We read through it and said, yeah, let's do this. This is awesome. And at, at that time, we already had one or two songs written for a new record without a context, just the, the music. And then we started with the story in mind, with the first draft, we started to write more music. And... With some of the new songs, the story changed a little bit, so everything evolved simultaneously. Mm. Amazing. And what made you decide to kind of focus on the Habsburg monarchy in particular over all, of, I guess, all of Austrian history? Because it's so recent. It was one of the last empires mm. that still existed. And empires rise and fall. That's the course of an empire. But uh, it's so much in recent memory, and Austrians are still some kind of fond of the imperial times. It's not that we really miss them, and of course democracy is a much better system, <laughs> but it's still in the collective memory, I would say. Mm. It's interesting, I can completely understand where you're coming from, obviously living in Britain yep. and the British Empire yep. and a love of that history. So as someone who's unfamiliar with Austrian history, do you see this as a little opportunity to encourage listeners to maybe go out and learn the truth or are you just happy for listeners to adopt your version, so to speak? I would say the answer is yes. <laughs> um, Simon? Yeah, probably both, I think. I think some um, knowledge in history is, is always a good idea. Mm. And on the yeah. other, other side, what we, what we really want to do is just make good music. That is, that is of course, the priority. And if, if people enjoy it for whatever reason, that's, that's fine with us, of course. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair enough. And for all its storytelling elements, I mean, the album is still wholeheartedly a symphonic power metal epic. Something that when I listen to, I describe to my wife as being 
deceptively uplifting a lot of the time. Was it the goal to keep it still sounding fun, positive, and um, yeah, enjoyable in that set and sense? I would not say it was a goal. Mm. I would say it was a given because we are Dragony and we do our kind of music and our kind of power metal. That's a little bit storytelling, sometimes less on previous albums, sometimes more like on this one. And it's always, we try to make uplifting music, music to help escape the real mm. world a little bit. And the listener should have a good time and not be drained by the music. And what about yourselves? Considering the experience of the concept and the time and the COVID, did you enjoy yourselves while making this? Uh, yeah, for, for me, it was absolutely fun to like go to our producer's place and just play some music, get out oh. of the house and that was really amazing and yeah i, I kind of miss it already because i'm at home again the whole time so yeah what that about was... this um promotional side of of work of, of the work is this something you enjoy whether it be your interviews whether it be your answering the same questions over and over again having to constantly drip feed new music videos and singles is that something you like? I like it. Okay. It's it's sometimes a little bit strenuous. I, I think it's maybe the right word, especially after working a, a whole day in your nine to five job mm. and then doing three, four, five interviews in the evening. But at the same time, I really enjoy it. And it's, it's great that so many, there's so much media attention on our product. And the drip feeding of new singles or things like that, it's the promotional plan to do that. So people can really look forward to the release. And at the same time, if you do it like that and not release the whole thing at once, mm. you really get the, I can watch the reaction of the people to each and every note, basically, you're playing or releasing. And ha is that something you have been paying attention to, the response of fans so yep. far up to this? Definitely. We are very active on Facebook. We're active on Instagram. We try to reply to YouTube comments and maybe even to the negative ones to just tell the people we are. <laughs> we know what we're doing. <laughs> and yeah, just does, yeah. don't take us too seriously. Yeah. It seems like you've got your head screwed on right for social media use. Don't take it too seriously. Do the best you can. Yeah. So you also worked with a number of different talents, obviously, on the album when it came to musical arrangements and stuff. Was there anyone in particular that you were excited, uh, most excited to have? Uh, well, the biggest name comes to mind, I would say, <laughs> with Tommy Johansson from Sabaton. Um, it was really exciting to work with him, but actually it was our second collaboration. Mm. On the previous record, Master of the Multiverse, uh, he played a guitar solo in one song. So there's 
especially with our singer Siegfried, there's a friendship going on between these two. And they are, I think they are regularly in touch about what each and everyone is doing. And when Siegfried told him about, yeah, we're doing a new record, it's a concept, and it's going to be this concept, uh, something historic, but not really. <laughs> um, I think Tommy told him, yeah, you know, maybe I have something for you. Okay, that's exciting. I mean, you've already touched upon your lengthy career so far. It's been an incredible decade or so for Dragon A. Yeah. Could you ever think back, I guess, envisioned yourself to be in this position that you are now, where you're able to return to a concept album and have what is looking like worldwide attention for it? <laughs> it's it's uh, cast your mind back to how you were when you were younger. <laughs> well, if if you would have told 16 or 20 year old me what's happening right now with myself in music, with everything that the band plans to do, the band has done, or in my case, the band's Mm. plural, um, I would not believe myself at all. So it's, for me, it's a dream come true. That's fantastic. Meet yourself, Simon. Yeah, I remember like uh, 2019 was a crazy year when we played on 70k uh, Wacken mm. and in, in Vienna at the open air. And that's when I kind of thought to myself, so I'm really glad I picked up the guitar when I was young. Because uh, this year alone was amazing. I couldn't have yeah. believed that we played this this venues, really. That was really cool. So, talking about this live music side of things, then how you how you both, or should I say, have you come to terms with the fact that we're still stuck in a situation where you are going to release this album and not right now be able to capitalize on that in the live environment? That's that's hard mm. because usually if you release an album, you go on tour with it once or twice or thrice. But now we can't do that, obviously. Um, so mm, it's a little bit hard. Mm. But at the same time, we try to focus our attention more on the online side of, of things. The internet is the way to stay in touch with friends, with family, with fans, with just people, and yeah, we try to do our best, I would say. Yeah. And of course, when the opportunity does arise and you are allowed out of your houses with your instruments in tow, this is an album that is almost ready-made for the stage, wouldn't you say? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Gentlemen, thank you very much for your time. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for watching. You can check us out on gbhbell.com as well as on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and Tumblr. Go to Patreon to help us out over there. That's patreon.com forward slash gbhbl as well as Big Cartel where you can find some of our merchandise. We have a podcast running on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And of course, if you like this video, do us a favour, hit the subscribe button and help the channel grow. 
Games, horror, and heavy metal. What else is life for?